hear me out. Let me explain myself before. Mm-hmm. I know your listeners are going to be like, what the hell is this bitch? Oh, God. She, she about to go crazy? in, y'all. But she let about me, let to me, go in. Let, let, wait, let me, let, hear me out. Hear me oh out. Let me explain God. Yeah, I'm listening. Okay. Go on, girl. So, like, you know, sometimes I want you to be like, hey, baby, want me to rub your back? Without your intention being, I'm going to rub her back and make her think I'm going to rub her back, <laughs> but I'm really going to fight this. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, like, That's what they mean. Like, <laughs> That's how he be operating. Like, damn, no. dude, can you just rub my back? Like, damn. Like, no, no, listen, I get you. I feel you. <laughs> so, like, Your husband gonna ain't going to mind you saying he ejaculated in the cup. I mean, that's a part of, I mean, are we, are we being real here? She's back, Miss Trenise Hall. You heard how Trenise and her husband escaped the darkness of a roast group on Facebook. Now she returns to share her experiences with her younger husband. Um, <laughs> that process, she's going to go over that process um, of experiences and also her process or their process, I should say, their family's process of um, in vitro fertilization, also known as IVF. It's a complex series of procedures used to help with fertility or prevent genetic problems and assist with conception of a child. So do you want to get into the IVF right now and just vibe off of that and uh, let the listeners hear what that's all about? Your journey with your husband, Dan, actually your whole family um, is going through this whole experience. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing. I've heard a little bit from you, but um, today you're going to go in deep about your experience, your husband, uh, your husband, your journey with your husband. And there's a eight year difference. Yeah, a seven and a half year different. Okay. Might as well round it off to eight. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a, a seven year difference um, between Danny and I. And um, uh, we had our first child together because remember, um, my first son is not with Dan. It's from a previous relationship. So we had our first child in um, 2018, and I had complications with my first child with Dan, um, where um, I was preeclamptic, uh, and um, I ended up having King at 30 weeks, uh, and he spent about 45, 46 days in the NICU. So we knew then at that time that, you know, I, I had some health concerns. Uh, we didn't quite understand why. Um, I had King so early. We didn't understand like the preeclampsia, but the developing the preeclampsia, why did that happen? How can it be prevented? And, you know, can we try again? Um, after um, having King, we waited a while, obviously, um, but then we started trying again about a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I got pregnant a couple of times, um, but I just could not make it past like three months. Um, so I would miscarry. Um, and uh, we just was just so stressed out about the whole like process. And then I got I became afraid to try again because I just didn't want to go through the process of miscarrying again because, you know, um, it's not easy to deal with, um, mm-hmm. especially, you know, when you really, really want it. Like, it's not easy to deal with. And um my husband and I talked about different strategies, different methods, and we first thought about doing surrogacy, uh, where you know we would um, hire someone and go through this um, company that would hire someone to um, hold the baby for us, um, 
which was extremely costly. I think uh, they were uh, estimating us at like 130000 to do that because of the legal um, uh, fees. Uh, you know, you have to go to court, you have to sign contracts, you have to um, pay uh, the person that is holding the child. And it was very, it's, the idea of it was just extremely expensive. And Dan and I thought that, that would be like a last ditch effort if we did want to really continue with having a child if another alternative didn't work. So then we looked into IVF. Um, so uh, my job pays for IVF at 100%. So I took advantage of it. And um, Danny and I did a wow, consultation with... Right, yeah, it is amazing. Um, Danny and I went to a consultation at an IVF clinic, Brigham and Women. Mm-hmm. And um, we met with an IVF um, infertility doctor. Um, and the first thing they did was want to find out, you know, what are my health issues? Let's test her for everything under the sun, from cancer to all kinds of syndromes and such, um, just to make sure we can rule out that, you know, the reason why she's miscarrying is because she has an underlining, um, you know, pre-existing condition that we may not be aware of. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I already suffer from um, two pre-existing conditions previous to, um, uh, you know, going through the IVF experience. So um, with that in mind, um, I, I was tested. Uh, my blood work came back and they did discover that um, I had like a form of a lupus, but it's not like the lupus that we are all Aware, like you know, we all know about it's called lupus anticoagulant syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when your blood is a little thicker than usual and it can clot really easily. And um, my doctor discovered my infertility doctor discovered that that probably was the reason why I was preclamptic and had king early, my my soon to be five year old, and that's probably why I'm miscarrying. Um, it's because of this syndrome, um, because if I'm pregnant and the blood is too thick, then I can clot the placenta. And what was, and, the, uh, excuse me, what was ahead. the time frame that you found that like from uh, King to would, that point? Um, so we, um, this was like uh, last year, uh, November. King is uh, King will be five in June. So um, last year, November, we found out that I around that time we found out that I had this this syndrome. Okay. So it was that that would be four years after the fact. Okay. Um, and um, and the doctors that I would that I had my child in had King in wasn't Brigham and Women's, which is the hospital I'm dealing with now. I was I had my. Um, had came through uh, Beth Israel. Um, so their methods and, and what they decided to test me for was quite different than Brigham and Women. Um, so, you know, after they discovered that I had this anticoagulant syndrome called lupus, um, they started me on blood thinners um, and came up with a plan to um, try again to take out my embryos. I mean, take out my, excuse me, take out my eggs. Um, and take uh, semen from my husband, fertilize my egg, test it, make sure there's no genetic abnormalities, and then in turn, you know, put it back inside of me um, and uh, hope that with all of this that it takes. So that's IVF. Um, The process is hard. Um, Mm -hmm. No one talks to you about how painful it is. Uh, how emotional it can be and the strain that you're putting on your body just to have a baby, you know, um, through IVF. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Did you? So I've had. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Did you do research to I mean, like yeah, to learn about those parts. effects? Yeah, I, I I researched it on the surface. Like I researched, you know, other than uh, you know surrogacy. What what are some other ways? IVF came up. I've heard some of my um, friends friends have gone through it. Like I've heard stories from coworkers who've had family members who have gone through it and they've had children. Um, via uh, IVF, I know there are some um, superstars, um, actresses, and singers who have had successes with IVF. Mm-hmm. Um, so I felt like, you know, this would be an, a great alternative so that I can hold my baby now that I know that I have the tools and the medication necessary to be able to be pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, so t- I wanted to try that. Tell us about that process, the effects of it, what it did not only to your body, but to your mind, to your family, to your children. Um, like, oh, it, it has it changed you in any way? Oh, absolutely. Um, it's changed me drastically. Um, it, not even just the IVF process, it's even the moments leading up to the decision to do IVF, like the miscarriages, telling your family you're pregnant, this is like the first miscarriage I had after we, when we first started trying. Telling your family members you're pregnant, everyone's excited, you're excited, you are hopeful, and then like you know, weeks later you have to just, you know deliver the news that you're not pregnant anymore. And then my you know toddler not tr- like really understanding what's going on, still was looking for a baby brother or sister, and still questioning and asking questions like, "Are you pre- are you are you got a baby in your mommy? Is there a baby in your time at mommy?" And you just had this miscarriage. Going through IVF, um, you know, the toll you put on your body, the testing that they have to do. So they have to test your, um, you know, they have to take a look at your your uterus, um, you know by uh, x-ray and and you might wonder how do you succeed in doing an x-ray of someone's uterus like <laughs> like they have to go in with this you know type of tool and x-ray the inside of your body that process alone you have to be put to sleep for because it's mm. it's it's that painful i just um, felt it cover- <laughs> yeah girl girl Okay, and I know what I hate the most when doctors tell you, oh, it's going to be a little pressure. Like, really? Do you really think so? Oh, because you know what no, I'm going to No, they don't want you pressure. to freak out. <laughs> no, I need to know the truth, okay? Yeah, me <laughs> too. I would want to know. Nothing for me. <laughs> I don't need it sugar-coated. I need to know what I'm in for so I can psych myself out and be ready for that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, nonetheless, you know, I, I went through... Um, you know, that procedure. And then no one warns you that you might have to do that procedure more than once um, during that duration. Um, and once you get past that point and they discover that, you know, your your uterus is fine, your ovaries are great, your eggs look great, the sperm is amazing, we can do this. Um, once you get to that point, then it's the preparation to get to the extraction of your egg. You have to start off the first five days at the start of your cycle with a birth control pill, which is odd. I don't fully understand the reason why um, I have to take a birth control pill, but you do. 
And then after the first five days, they didn't tell you why. I'm sure he did explain it to me, but let me tell you something. It's so much information that I understand. I I figured that. (laughs) I figured you was going to say that. I get it. You kind of like pick and choose what's important. You know what I mean? At that point, like it it has to do something with the hormones, obviously. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So, um, I took you took the five days of the the the, um, birth control pill, and then um, you go to get an ultrasound. to see if you know um, your cycle is really over and that you are start are about to start ovulation. Um, once they are, they clear you after that ultrasound, you have to start injecting yourself with like two to three different medications in your in your in your gut, like in like five inches from your navel. So you have mm. to with a uh, you know a needle inject your body with these hormones, mm-hmm. and you have to do like it someone that has up. diabetes, they would have to like that's right, yeah, yep. And you have to do this for upwards of two weeks, and then once um, that's complete, and they determine, and mind you, in between all of this, you have to go to the doctor every day in the morning at like six in the morning and do blood work because they have to determine when you're ovulating because it's such a short window. So um, once they determine you're ovulating, um, they bring you in, put you under, take the eggs out, and then that procedure is done. And then that's when they send the eggs off to the lab along with my husband's sperm. And then they do all their testing. And um, once they, you know, test everything and and, and have viable eggs, they send them back to the hospital and then they, you know, impregnate me. Did you see the egg? No, I have not gotten that far yet. So mm. I am right now, my old, I just stopped. To, um, yesterday was my last day mm-hmm. taking the birth control pill. Okay. This week, Saturday, I am going for the ultrasound. And then after the ultrasound, that Saturday, I start the injection. So this week, Saturday, I start the injection. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. So, um, but, but. But previous to that, um, with the um, anticoagulant, the lupus anticoagulant that I was diagnosed with, you have to inject yourself every day if you're not taking a blood thinner. And once you're pregnant, it doesn't even matter that you're taking a blood thinner. You have to inject yourself in addition to whatever you have to inject yourself with for the IVF once they determine that you're pregnant. And then once they determine that you're pregnant and um uh, and that everything worked out with the transfer, the IVF clinic follows you for six more weeks and then releases you to your OBGYN. So this is very, not only are you on an emotional ride personally, individually, but it's also very time consuming. Oh, yes. It's very time consuming. Um, I'm not looking forward to waking up at, 530 in the morning to go to the hospital to do blood work at 630 in the morning. Yeah. So this is <laughs> I'm something not looking forward to that. So this is something that your family is really looking forward to, obviously, because all of the things that you have to go through just to have a child and you're looking forward to a girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's easy. A girl. And you know what's so cool about this process? Uh-huh. Because um, so IVF has like it's like a it's like twofolded. So you can choose to do IVF without testing the embryos for any genetic abnormalities. That's a hundred percent covered by my insurance. But what's not covered by my insurance is if you want to test the egg for abnormalities. That has to be sent okay. off to a clinic on the outside. That cost costed us. 
2500 um, and then it's $300 per embryo. Wow. So how many embryos you think or we're you gonna don't know? Start off, we're going to start off with three. So they test all the embryos. They let um, the doctor know, okay, we have viable embryos. They test them all. And then I want three of those embryos. Well, for something that you want very, very bad, um, a child, a girl at that, um, I think that's a pretty small price to pay with 100% on yeah, you. How much, so how much is that? How much is the um, IVF if, if you didn't have I, I, your insurance? I would assume um, the bills that I'm getting, because, you know, you get the this is not a bill and it shows you all your itemization. So mm-hmm. far, I've racked up upwards about $12,000 so far. And I'm yeah, not even, you're not. I'm yeah, not even, that's what I'm, I'm saying. Even, yeah. Yeah. You, you're going to push. In the medication that they send you, I'm lying. It's more than that because I just I just was told how much the box was. So. Um, the the medical procedures and the doctor consultations all all together I, I racked up about twelve thousand dollars in um, insurance um, um, payment and then um, <clears throat> the box of medication that they send you to start the process to have them prep you to extract the eggs that's worth ten thousand dollars and my co payment with my insurance was two hundred and forty five dollars. Wow. Yeah. So um, and you have twenty eight days to use the medication before you can't use it before it's um, expired. So that means that you have to get it right or you have to pay for that box again. So how long do you anticipate in if you can even anticipate how all how long all of this is going to take? Because you it's like trial and error, correct? Oh, absolutely. So once um, they in put, you know, the fertilized um, egg back inside of me, which is going to be now an embryo. Once they put the embryo in me, the embryo will be, I think they said uh, uh, six weeks old by the time they put it inside of me. Um, uh, uh, They have to watch me. The IVF clinic has to watch me for the first six weeks. And once um, I'm past that area, I still have to hope to God that my body and the medication that I'm taking to make sure my blood stays thin so it doesn't clot um, the placenta when it, you know, really develops. Um, I just got to hope that my body doesn't attack the baby while while I'm trying to be pregnant. Um, so um, if it hopefully the first try with the first embryo, it, it works. If it doesn't, then try uh, try again. And then... Um, if that if that doesn't work, if that doesn't work, then um, I'm going to buy more embryos and then have them do it in multiples. So then, okay. instead of the, instead of putting one in me, let's try two and see if one takes. I just hope I don't get that far. Right, exactly. So tell me about your family's. Um, I'm sorry, what were you going to say? No, no, I just repeated myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> so tell me about your family's um, participation, their support, um, especially your husband, Dan, because I know he's, you know, right there by your side through uh, through it all, you know? Yeah, my family is extremely supportive. They want the best for me. Um, they've, they're concerned, too, for, for you know, my health. They just want to make sure that, you know, even though I desire to have another baby, they just want to make sure I'm able to do it safely. Like, you know, um, because this is dangerous at this point. I'm high risk. I'm 41 years old. And um, this is 
um, kind of like dangerous waters a little bit. Um, mm. my, but my family has been extremely supportive. Um, they're with me every step of the way. Um, Danny is patient. Um, he's kind and understanding. Um, he hates to see me in pain. Um, he's even, you know, held me while I cried and said, if you don't want to do this, just let me know we can stop. Like, it's okay. Um, but, you know, I want this just as much as he does. Um, and I want them for very, I want this for various reasons. Like, I, I've always wanted to have a girl. I have two boys. And I want to have another child with my husband, you know. Um, and, you know, I... Now, now that I've had two miscarriages, like I want it now more than ever. Like I just want to, I want it. Um, it's in, 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 in my age and I feel, and there's a part of me that feels guilty too in mm-hmm. reference to like, like I feel like if I'm not able to deliver this, I'm not able to have this child or to have a child and this doesn't work. Like I somehow in my heart and I feel like I'm, I'm, failing my marriage. I'm failing my husband. And that haunts me to an extent because, you know, we talked about this previous to getting married, having kids, having more children. Um, you know, it's always been in our plan. And I would, I just would feel like I lied to him in a way. Um, you know, um, you know, he could have, a part of me feels like he could have, you know, been with someone younger and not even have this problem and you know go ahead no you know you know that's that's about like that's how i this is how i feel like sometimes like and i i i don't know (laughs) so what have you with all that being said what you just said because it's actually pretty profound but it's it's common to feel that way so knowing that that is happening to you you're, you're having these uh, thoughts, probably even images um, that run through your mind. What are you doing to manage that? A lot of um, communication. Okay. Um, a lot of uh, communication, talking to Danny about my feelings. Um, I, do, I, I, do, um, I do have a therapist um, because, you know, the miscarriages alone, um, you go through postpartum depression, even not even bringing a baby to full term. <clears throat> Excuse me, and um, you know, I I I I consult my therapist and I speak with my family about it, and I just make sure I remain open and vulnerable, so that I can receive the love and attention that I need, and not combat it um, and be defensive because it's not it's not the time. It's it's just not the time to be that way. Um, mm. So I just rely heavily on my family and my husband to get me through it. Um, but you know, I'm strong. It's, it's not deterring me. I'm I'm seeing this all the way through. No, I understand. Um, <laughs> like you know I, what I mean. Like I do. I'm 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 determined. I already got my child's name. This has to happen. <laughs> no, that's. I, I mean, I commend you, your family, and everything. Um, you know that you have to deal with along with this journey, this experience. I can't even imagine. I know it's not easy, and just uh, from a woman's perspective, like what your body is going through, what your mind is going through, and what your heart is going through. You know, it's a lot. That's a lot to deal with. And it's a lot for my husband too to witness this, like to witness my body exactly. go through these things, and then he can't do anything about it. Like the hardest job he has is ejaculating in a cup. 
<laughs> you mm, know what I mean? Like, right, right. And, you know, he looks at that and he's like, you know, he wish he can just take it. I like, take the responsibility away from me. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But he, you know, he he's doing he's doing what he needs to do, which is just be there for me. And <laughs> you sure me your husband gonna ain't okay. gonna mind you saying he ejaculated in the cup? I mean, that's a part of. I mean, are we, are we being real here? I what I'm just a, listen. What, what is what is it? Listen, nothing. Demon. Listen, I, mean, I wouldn't air anything nobody didn't want aired. So I'm just making sure. So if you you cool with that, you cool with that. I'm fine with that. I'm sure he'd be cool with it. Okay, too. that's what's up. I want to thank you for sharing that. By the way, um, I want to talk a, a, a little bit about the age difference and mm-hmm. the good about that, and some of the obstacles that you have within your family. Oh, sure. Um, age difference. Um, <laughs> um, let me see where I can touch on that. So like Danny and I, um, so let, let, can, can we start off with the good? Yeah, absolutely. Like, Let's okay. start off with, it's a lot of good. It's okay. a lot of good. All right. Um, All right. the sex is amazing. Um, okay. That's <laughs> good. Oh, damn. You came right out. <laughs> yes, the sex that's is what's up. He, he keeps me young. <laughs> that's what's up. <laughs> TMI. High energy. Ooh. Yeah, high energy so okay. on the night, you know. But other than that, no, seriously. Um, no, that is serious. Um, that is very serious. But, no, like, oh my god, like it's very serious. That's um, beautiful. No, but uh, um, aside from that amazing um, fact, uh, <laughs> um, it, Danny is um, really reserved guy. He's very mature for his age. I mean, I don't even know if I can say that because he's he's thirty three. I mean, he's a grown ass man. Um, but, I know what you um, mean, though. Very, yeah, but he's very mature for his age. Um, um, there is some, you know, differences in reference to, like, um, you know, uh, I mean, our the areas we were brought up in. Um, you know, I often have have difficulties associating things with him in nostalgia. Like, for instance, I'd be like, oh, deliver it to pizza to Dally Grease Pizza, my man. I'd be like, you know where that movie's from? And he's like, no, nah, I don't know. And I'm like, The Last Dragon. Wait, but... <laughs> Yeah, I guess eight, uh, eight years and it's it's that much of a gap. I mean, it's that much of a gap in reference to like what age were you when you really started watching movies? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. You get what I mean? Yeah, like, now what, that you put it that way. Yeah, I get yeah, you. Yeah, what age were you I got when you. you really started paying attention to movies? <laughs> yeah, you just broke it down. So I get it. Yeah, okay. so born in 89 so that means his consciousness probably wouldn't have developed until he was like six or five yeah i get like, you know what i mean so <laughs> yo that's like at funny the, end of the john candy era like he has no idea what that is he's like john candy what is that piece of candy is it raspberry strawberry like who is that person are you like, serious you know I mean? <laughs> like oh so like you got God. differences in that and then differences in music too like that was an adjustment like i, I like rap but well, music like is an, it, music like, isn't obvious. It, music yeah, isn't obvious right. because music is obvious. Like, he likes, yeah, he likes, it's a sign of the times, too. Absolutely. So, you know, we have differences in taste in music. But I find myself, you know, after, you know, being submerged in my husband's world, I find myself liking now some of the music that he likes. Like he likes this group called 
um, the 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 Griselda. I don't know, like, and you know, these guys is like Raleigh, like gangster mm-hmm. guys, but their music is pretty great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you know, Gucci Man, but that was my era too. But you know, Danny's into that type that type of music, so I just I got into that music too. Okay. Um, but I. But we also share interest in, like, he likes Beyonce. I like Beyonce. So that's a good thing. Dan um, likes but, Beyonce? Ooh. Yeah, he likes Beyonce. That's yeah, what's he's up. A part of I love Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs> and um, he's getting into, like, listening to, um, you know, oldies, but goodies. Like, I put him on a Donnell Jones, you know, and Carl Thomas. Like, he knew about Carl Thomas, but, like, not all about Carl Thomas. And, like, in, into, like, like the, the good R&B, you know? Mm. Um. You know, I'll put them onto that. But other than the music and, and you know, the sex and and, and um, um, things that he's taught me, because he's, he's, you know, a uh, uh, military man. He's taught me patience. Um, um, but in reference to age, um, it's just little quirks here and there. Like, mm-hmm. you know, my husband's a touchy-feely kind of guy. Yeah, not so much, you know. Um, what do you mean by that? You know, like, you know, my husband likes to, like, you know, smack me on the ass a lot. And, you know, you know, do the, like, cutie, you know, relationship things. You know what I mean? That, you know, men do in relationships. You know, in where that, I, that, used to, that. I used to love it. I Listen, hear me out. Let me explain myself before. Mm-hmm. I know your listeners are going to be like, what the hell is this bitch Oh, God. About? She, she about to go crazy? in, y'all. But she about it, to me, go in. Let, wait, let me explain. Hear me out. Hear me oh out. Let me explain God. myself. Yeah, I'm listening. Okay. Go on, girl. So, like, you know, when when I was when I was first starting to date Danny, that would be, like, great. Like, you know, smack me on the ass here and there. You know, you know, you know do a get a little cute little growth in here and there. Like it was, it was great. Like I was into that. Like I was a wild child with the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like, I don't even know if it's marriage or age. And I have a feeling that a shift both. happened. Yes. A shift happened. I started to evolve. <laughs> <laughs> she like, I started not... to evolve. I, I would call it, I'm going to call it evolve. I started to evolve. Mm-hmm. And um, my changes included a different, a shift in love language. Before, my love language was exactly the same as Dan's. But now I am more interested in, inter- I'm interested in inter- intimacy when it comes to intercourse because I love having sex with my husband. I'm sorry if I'm getting too nasty on your show, but. No, you know, just, I love yeah, we'll keep it clean, but, but you, also, can, you can talk. <laughs> but I also enjoy the other parts of intimacy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the cuddles, you know, you know, the touches, you know, the ro- like the romantic, intimate touches and, you know, um, you know, being romantic and things like that. So like my husband, I, I, his love language is not that. Okay, like mm-hmm. you know, it's not that. Like he's very direct. He goes for what he wants, <laughs> and 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 it's like, you know, there, there's he's not warming me up. Like he's like he's okay, not, he like, just goes know, in for the kill. It's, right, right. Like you know, it's um, it's like imagine me being a car in the winter that you just start in in the morning. You gotta let that shit warm up a little bit, right? Like, <laughs> like I mean. <laughs> I mean, warm me up a little bit, like, like ease me into the moment. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so I think my love language has changed a little bit. So it's a little bit of an adjustment mm-hmm. for Dan because um, he he wants a certain response. 
and I'm like giving him like not the response he's looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, not all the time. Sometimes, um, and then the growth thing is getting See, a little like I just feel like that, I just feel like yo, like I'm 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 literally brushing my teeth and you're you're coming in my face or 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 I'm cooking dinner like putting pasta down the drain to 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 drain and 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 here you come. And you get right underneath me and you're like, boom. And then, or I'm having a serious conversation and out of the blue, you just like monster crunch my ass cheek. Like, yeah, but you got to understand, but in, in some aspects, that's that, that's that youth kicking in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. I yeah, know. girl, be happy because I, am, a, I don't listen. want you. To, I don't want you or your audience <laughs> to think that I am ungrateful. Like I know there are women out there talking about some girl. Are you crazy? Yeah, girl, like, please. I know. I know. I know. Because see, that's I where mean, I differ with you on that. With all due respect, I differ with you <laughs> on that because let me tell you something. That's what I like. That's what I like. So not all the time. I get it. Sometimes, you know, you want a little bit of a slower pace, you know, a little grope on the neck or something like that or in your back, you know, just like a nice soft touch. But sometimes, yeah, you want that kill. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I definitely enjoy the kill, but sometimes I want a foot massage without (laughs) sex. Or sometimes I want you to be like, hey, baby, want me to rub your back? Without your intention being, I'm going to rub her back and make her think I'm going to rub her back, but I'm really going to fight this. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, like, that's what they be doing. Like, that's how he be operating. Like, dude, no. dude, can you just rub my back? Like, damn. Yeah, like, no, no listen, I get you. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you on that. <laughs> I ain't even going to say what's on my mind right now because I sometimes go to the left too far sometimes. So (laughs) I'm a chill right now. I'm a chill. But um, yeah, that's very interesting. But I have to say that I do um, like I don't I don't mind. I don't I don't. Yeah, I don't think I've ever gotten upset about that. I want to have gotten up. That I just got I get annoyed a annoyed like, I'm oh sorry maybe like, I used I the wrong annoyed. word you're correct the only, um, but you know what the only time that I've gotten upset with him is when he did it like like come on like it's in the most inopportune time like don't do that but I respect I that know. too but you know listen sometimes you just <laughs> yo that means your husband really wants you and he wants you yeah, right you at that what? moment you know what I'm saying you know, he makes me listen my husband let me tell you something that man makes me feel like I am the most beautiful girl in any room that he's in he's extremely into me he desires me he tells me how beautiful I am even when I'm at my ugliest <laughs> I mean he don't mind kissing me in the morning, like right when I wake up and open up my eyes and I got crust coming out of my Breath eyes. Breath all funky. Right, and got the drool, the drool stain that kind of like sticks to the Ooh. side of your lip when you wake up in the morning. My husband does not care about none of that stuff, okay? <laughs> so like he makes me feel beautiful. Like, you know, he's a, he's an amazing man. That's what's up. That's what's up. Now you see why I fought for him. You see why I was like, okay, I know, I know you cheated. Listen, if you, you if you or any woman, any man is able to connect with another person that they 
desire that they admire you gotta treasure treasure that these days because what's out there man listen there's some uh it's nothing nice out there uh the dating scene it's uh very challenging the times are different um everyone not everyone but there's a lot of people that just want to do the wham bam thank you ma'am and i'm not saying there's anything wrong with that um at certain moments but you know if if you want to do your thing do your thing but let the other person know what you're doing as well it's all it's all good you know yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, let, let them make that go. choice if they yeah, want to stick around for that because they may yes, be down God. for that. Yes, yes, girl, exactly. Like, let me make the choice. You don't even know what I'm going to say. Actually, I would have been down with it. Actually, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, actually, Janice is actually kind of bending and change. Well, it, it's hair because the females now, they're like, it, it's a whole different dichotomy mm-hmm. with with female and and males and maybe we could um maybe i need to have you come back see i like you so i might have you come back i don't know what y'all oh, think like me. oh my god <laughs> so y'all like me audience y'all like me <laughs> i like you so you coming back i don't know when but you coming back so um, <laughs> it's been a pleasure talking to you i love love your energy and thank you for being so raw so candid so you so interesting so just everything girl you, you just listen all right that, that's all i'm gonna say you want me to talk Thank more? You, you want me to say more? Girl, I can, listen, honestly, I can listen to you talk all day. Like, oh, you have thank like, the you. greatest voice. Thank you. Thank you, sweetie. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank um, you. Yeah, so that wraps up our show. Thank you for listening. Your lady, your girl, Naj, and Trenise Hall. Miss Trenise Hall, thank you again, Trenise. And we'll be back. <laughs>